Hi there, and welcome to the Adept English podcast. Today, I'm describing a personal experience of navigating automated systems and the challenges of dealing with large organizations. Sometimes it's difficult to speak to a human being, isn't it, when you have a problem? So I wonder if this is a UK thing or whether you experience the same in your country too. So I'm focusing on persistence and key phrases to describe this problem. Sometimes in the Adept English podcast, I give you what's known as an opinion piece. I'm not a journalist, but this is what journalists use to write or speak about their own opinion on something. I like reading and listening to these sorts of things because it helps me firm up my opinion on things. So I'm interested in what you think of what I've got to say today. So the challenge of dealing with large organisations. My aim is actually to keep you listening long enough for you to benefit from practising your English listening skills. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. We're building that English language part of your brain, remember, and your skill in understanding British English. By the way, if you're finding our podcast difficult to understand, you might benefit from our 500 Most Common Words course. This gives you great listening practice in the most common words in English that make up a large percentage of English conversation. So give your English language skills a boost with that course. The most common 500 words is available on our website at adeptenglish.com on the courses page. Imagine a world where the giants of business, many of them online, and giant government organisations dominate our lives, wielding their power over us with a strength that makes it feel you cannot challenge them. What was that I heard you say? We're already there? We already live in that world? Well, I agree with you. I do believe we do. That's what it's like in the UK anyway. So my theme today is the power of large organisations, whether that's business or government organisations, and how they increasingly seem to leverage their power over the individual person or over small businesses. The verb to leverage in this context, L-E-V-E-R-A-G-E, that means to use your power in a situation, to get someone else to do what you want them to do, to be in control in other words. So leverage is both a verb and a noun. I'll give you an example. If I employ a builder to, to fix my roof, I may withhold payment until the end of the job to make sure I'm happy with the work before I pay. That gives me leverage. That's a good example of the use of that word. But I believe that large organisations increasingly misuse their power. They leverage a bit too much against the individual, in other words. And I can think of so many examples in everyday life either that happened to me or that I hear about happening to other people. Let's practice some vocabulary around this. So what if you, the person, or you, the small business, is having a problem with a large organisation? Could be a business 
or in the UK, a government organisation perhaps, your first challenge, if you want to speak to them, is finding a telephone number. Large organisations guard their telephone numbers like never before. If you find a telephone number for the organisation you want to contact, be prepared to be on the phone 20 to 30 minutes listening to music before you get to speak to anybody. You'll likely be in a queue waiting for someone to respond. I find that it is very rare that your call is immediately answered. And I find instead that if I've got a question or a difficulty that can't be addressed in the frequently asked questions, the FAQs on the website, then I need to put aside 30 to 40 minutes to make a telephone call in the middle of my working day. I probably have to listen to numerous messages and press lots of different keys to even begin my call to the right department. This frustrating experience happens with organisations that I do work for. So I invoice for my work to invoice, I-N-V-O-I-C-E. That means I bill them and then I wait to be paid for the work I've done. If there's any question I have or the invoicing process doesn't go to plan, and I need to call them, I need to phone up, I know that I need to set aside at least 40 minutes of my working day to make this call. I wonder what happened to the concept of customer service. Maybe that's very 1990s to expect customer service. But this taking a long time to answer your telephone call or not being available at all by phone This seems to be one of the ways in which organisations distance themselves from their customers or in the case of government organisations from the people they serve. The automation of systems and the ability to manage your own account is in many ways a great thing. I welcome that. It's just when you have a problem or something's gone wrong, you may prefer to explain your situation to a human being. And that's when it gets complicated. I find organisations end up being rather like celebrities. They distance themselves from ordinary people, the ordinary public, whether that's their customers, who they serve, their suppliers or whoever. Large organisations make themselves difficult to contact and the contact is all on their terms. Customer service truly seems to be dead. I have several bank accounts some of them for businesses, some of them personal. And I love online banking. I think it's extremely convenient and great to use. And I like being able to check my bank balance lying in bed. All of that is great. Again, it's when you have a problem or a difficulty. Most of the banks are okay, but I have one online banking account and it's a solely online bank. They don't have a presence on the high street. And there is no telephone access to this organisation. When you have a problem, if you're lucky and you can get past the bot on the website and access the chat facility, so that means online texting with someone on the other end, you will get to communicate with a human being, sort of. The problem with on-screen texting, it takes quite a while to type out your difficulty to describe the problem in the chat box and then you have to wait ages for their one-line response, usually asking another question. A process which, if it was a live conversation, might take five minutes can easily take 
half an hour. It also feels like you're speaking with the least experienced staff in the organisation. A bunch of teenagers, sometimes it feels like. I've had to abandon the online chat before my problem has been solved or my question has been answered simply because I've run out of time. Very frustrating. Twice in the last week, I've been having a difficulty or a problem or a query with a large organisation and I've asked the question, can I speak to someone in that department? And I've been told, people in that department do not have telephone numbers. They are not customer facing, so no, you can't speak to them. I've never heard of this before. Surely anyone who works in an organisation has a telephone number and can be contacted, but apparently not. Is this a UK phenomenon or do you experience this in your country too? And further than this, there are other examples. If I turn to government organisations or public sector organisations in the UK, the NHS is an example of one. And in many ways, I love our NHS. I've got high praise for the NHS. The problem is now that things have changed since the COVID pandemic, and I'm not quite sure why. Pre-pandemic, if you wanted to see a doctor, you phoned up your local doctor's or GP surgery and you spoke to a receptionist and you booked an appointment. It was really simple. During the pandemic, everything was by telephone and the doctors were not available for appointments immediately. Since the pandemic, it seems to work in a completely different way. You might have to be on hold for ages before you get to speak to someone at the doctor's, and then the receptionist questions you closely about what the problem is. Then you're told they'll get back to you. So you may not even get a doctor's appointment, you may just get a text message. And if you do get a doctor's appointment, it will be a telephone consultation, a telephone appointment, possibly several weeks away, and you won't be told what time that's going to happen. Not very convenient. So in the UK, it seems that our immediate access to healthcare is gone. Also gone is the personal relationship with your doctor. All of this was understandable during the pandemic, but why are we still in this situation? It's almost as though people in the NHS have thought that there was opportunity to distance patients, so it's not quite so accessible. It happens with businesses too. This week I've been dealing with one of the organisations I work for and they were trying to reclaim some money from me, which I'd been paid, for work that I did up to three years ago. I had done the work and I was able to prove this. But because a system error at their end caused an incorrect date to be put on an invoice, they were trying to take the money back from me. Fortunately, I proved I had done the work in the end and my payments were correct. But this organisation, a household name which you may have heard of, I'm not going to mention it, of course, they started the process by simply telling me they were going to deduct money, take money from my next payment from them. So something I had no power or choice over. The contact wasn't a telephone call, it was email. So effectively I was kept at distance, there was no one to call, no one to ring and apparently it was up to me to prove that they were wrong. No sense of innocent till proven guilty, simply we're going to take this money off you. I did spend quite a lot of hours last week sorting this out and fortunately managed 
fortunately was successful in the end. I've had the reassurance they're not going to reclaim payments from me, but there's no apology. There's no human being to speak to. It's nowhere near as serious, much smaller amounts of money. And I do have a choice whether I work for this organisation, but it reminded me of the post office scandal. It's my own small version of the post office scandal. Tiny one person business, that's me, against a huge corporate entity that I can't even speak to. And the onus on me to prove that I earned some money three years ago, which they were querying because of their own computer error. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? And through my client work, through my work as a psychotherapist, I hear about all sorts of situations where people, individuals are fighting huge organisations and the huge organisations have the advantage and they leverage their power. I've heard of whistleblowers made to sign non-disclosure agreements. A whistleblower is someone who calls out a situation that shouldn't be happening in an organisation where something wrong is happening. But whistleblowers are often silenced by legal contracts and non-disclosure agreements and people sign them because they're under threat of money being withheld. I hear of employees with very good track records in their jobs who are being forced out of their employment in a horrible way because the company they work for wants to reduce the number of staff, the headcount, but they don't want to make the proper payment that they owe to the employee. I know that currently there are bigger, more serious injustices in the world, but I think these things matter. The power of large organisations over the individual and the misuse of this power. It seems to me such a current theme. It's almost part of my everyday experience to meet this in the world. Is it the same for you or is it just a UK thing? Let us know. I'd be really interested to hear from you. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.